Super Talk Mississippi media production. Sign up for a six-month bottled water contract for your home or office today and get your first five-gallon bottle free. Visit watertomydoor.com and use code DRINKITIN at checkout. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. You can watch us, too. We're on computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And today we're catching up with one of my favorites, Julian Rankin. He is the executive director for the Walter Anderson Museum of Art there in Ocean Springs. And they got lots of good things going on. Hey, Julian. Hey, how are you doing? I think it's been way too long, buddy, since we have caught up with all the good stuff you guys have going on there in Ocean Springs at the museum. So how you been? We've been great, and it has been too long. And, you know, we're still here rocking and rolling, new exhibitions, always things changing, campus expansion going on, a lot of fun stuff. And, of course, the coast is just a, a great escape anytime you can get down here. So we're really enjoying uh, this this warmer weather for a bit, and welcoming everybody who's coming to see us. Well, I take that personally because it's not warmer here, at least in central <laughs> Mississippi. I mean, maybe a tad bit warmer than what it's been in the last couple of months, but you bring up a good point. We've got spring break on the horizon. Summer's just around the corner, and so folks will be looking at getting out and, and traveling and maybe visiting something new. And if they've never been to the Walter Anderson Museum of Art there in Ocean Springs, Julian, how do you describe it? Because it's in a museum. It's an art before you even get into the museum, um, but how do you sort of describe it? Well, you know, Walter Anderson and the museum are, are synonymous with the Gulf Coast, and so we, we like to consider our museum a bit of a jewel box. You know, it's this wonderful glass facade. You walk in, you see thousands of square feet of Anderson murals and watercolors and furniture and all the things he made, and the cool thing about it for us is always that he focused on Mississippi, his coastal landscape, but really just Mississippi and the South. And he found a majesty and beauty in it that not everyone did. So we really, you know, are, are treasuring that legacy. And then in our educational programs, all of our 21st century work, we're really trying to go outside the box, cross-sector, STEM, going out into nature, really doing things beyond the walls. And, uh, and we're really enjoying it. We're having a lot of fun. I saw where your educational series, man, that looks like a lot of fun, and it's free. So talk about what you've got going on right now. I saw, I'm going to mispronounce it, the what kind of tree is it? Well, I'm not sure which one you're speaking of. There's a lot of things that we we have we have trouble pronouncing. You know, we're we're in an amalgamation <laughs> of, of French and and, uh, and otherwise. But I will tell you about the exhibitions we have. Yes, and both of these are really interesting. And, and so one of them is called Ro- excuse me, Return to Old Fields. Old Fields was the antebellum home that Anderson 
lived at and worked in in the 1940s, and it's where he made his famous block print. So many people don't know that there's this old historic home where Anderson lived and worked, and it's now being uh, preserved and restored here for Mississippi for the future. So it's an architectural story. It's a story of Anderson's creative output. And then we actually have another exhibition up um, of Andrew Bucci, who is uh, the late Andrew Bucci, another legendary Mississippi artist from Vicksburg. And so people can see his abstract color and, and shapes and forms playing against Walter Anderson. So there's just a few of the, of the art things we have going on. And our campus is growing. There's great public art outside. And, uh, and like I said, even if it is raining, you can always get inside. But most times down here, I think the weather just likes the coast a little better sometimes. I hate to say it, but... You know, that's just the, the world we live in. It's a Walter Anderson world. Well, it gives us an escape, right? If it's rainy and dreary up this way, then we can just escape to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And really, we don't need a weather reason. There's always something fun down there. But the tree, I'm going to spell it for you, K-A-P-O-K trees. And it was one of your children's educational things. Y'all did a wonderful creativity um, that's there on your Facebook page if folks want to go and see it. And I love the idea of bringing the kids into the museum and giving them, you know, um, I guess specific tasks to do to sort of learn about art. I, th- I have one that's very interested in art. So I'm always looking for those type of opportunities for kiddos. Yeah, that's a program we have called Words and Wonder. So it's a free for for students and, and young people every third Friday, kind of pre-K story time and art making. You know, these, these kind of free educational early childhood things are so important, and we always try to interface with science or nature or STEM in some fashion, so we're giving students some applied skills that hopefully they'll take into their own futures. But it really is, like I said, the, the other thing I'll mention, if no one does anything else, you know, while you're planning your visit to the museum, even if you can't get down here soon, I would encourage everyone to go on our website we're doing the second year of our one-of-a-kind Walter Anderson golf cart raffle. So Anderson's murals are actually wrapped around this custom-built golf cart, and, and it's a raffle ticket giveaway um, for Mardi Gras Day. So you, just a couple weeks left. So if anyone is just interested in that, there's a really funny video we did as a staff, and I would encourage people to check that out. Even if you don't buy tickets, you won't want to miss the Coastal Stag Walter Anderson golf cart. Is there anything special going on at the museum for Mardi Gras, right? That's something special there on the Gulf Coast that the further north you get here in the state, we have, we kind of have an idea of it, but you know, y'all really embrace all the culture that comes with that, or is it kind of just the entire community there in Ocean Springs and beyond is just sort of in festive mode right now? Yeah, I think it's all a wash. You know, you can't, you can't separate where Mardi Gras begins and ends, whether it's the museum or you know, Mobile and New Orleans and all the Mississippi coastal towns in between. So we have a parade this weekend. There's parades every day. It feels like king cakes all around. We, we actually have one of our board of trustees members, Robert St. John. He just tasted 36 or 32 king cakes, I think, the other week. So we're all really getting into the spirit down here. And Anderson's from New Orleans. So it's a legacy that we're familiar with. What a tough job to have, right, to taste all of those king cakes. I know you lived in central Mississippi for a while here at the at the Museum of Art. We didn't live there. You weren't there. <laughs> you lived here. I, I, I almost lived there. You felt like it. And so traveling, you know, to the Mississippi Gulf Coast to be the executive director there at the Walter Anderson Museum of Art, how is Mississippi art sort of the same but yet different in their different locations? Yeah, what I would say is it's it's been really wonderful to be down here. And you know, I grew up in Oxford, lived in Jackson, obviously have friends and colleagues all over the state. And we need every region of the state to be doing exceptional, cool things. And that's what we have in Mississippi. Whether that's museums or businesses or communities, we all thrive when we're taking care of our own backyards, but also reaching out and collaborating. And so I think us down here is the perfect counterpoint to all the other wonderful museums and attractions in Mississippi. 
And I think uh, we're all looking ahead to this year and, and, and the future in a really positive light. A lot to be to look forward to, a lot to be proud about. Uh, all goes back to the Mississippi creativity that we love. If it, folks want to learn more about the museum, um, Julian, but also the interesting man that was Walter Anderson, right? Because he was kind of one that kept him himself. I think a lot of people use the term hermit to sort of describe him, which would be interesting yep. to know how he would have described himself, probably introvert. I don't know, recluse. Uh, is there is there a way to sort of get the get the full story? Well, certainly WalterAndersonMuseum.org. That's our website. All you need to know there. And I'll give a plug for you know the, the documentary um, on MPB online. You can find the wonderful Emmy Award winning documentary that Anthony Saxton and Robert St. John produced last year. So I would say if you're trying to rediscover Anderson, check that documentary out, and then we'll be here waiting for you when you're ready to see the beautiful art and all that we have to offer. What's your hours of operation? Are you all open seven days a week, or when are you, when are you open? We are. We're seven days a week. We're Monday to Saturday, 11 to 5, and then 1 to 5 on Sundays. So anytime you're down here, we will be open. Um, that's just uh, what we've learned is people never get tired of coming in. So we just decided to open every day. Well, how do we find you? Yep, right downtown, um, Washington Avenue, the main artery of Ocean Springs. If you just continue like you're going to the beach, you can't miss the museum. All righty. Well, Julian, let's not wait so long before we catch up again. And you guys keep uh, keep going, doing all the good down there. You got it. Thank y'all so much. All righty. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And, Rhino, you mentioned that they also offer free entrance for military service members, which is always a good thing. It never hurts to ask. And I, this is, again, something that's on my bus- bucket list of things to see. But every time I talk to Julian or I see the things that are going on or see it from the outside, it looks like one of those buildings that it is art before you ever even walk into the actual facility. And it creates a beautiful landscape and something even – even if it's not a full day sort of thing that you do, it'd be a little side thing to go see or tack it on to something. You need, I feel like we all should at least go once. Oh yeah. And see what it's about. And then two, the, the life of Walter Anderson to me is super interesting. I mean, if you don't know much about him and you probably know more than I do, Rhino, I mean, he literally lived as a hermit and just sort of, sort Especially of later in life, yeah. immersed himself in the Gulf Coast nature scene and just really, I mean, that was kind of like his zen and sort of was able to portray that in his art in a way you could only do, I feel like, if you were that sort of connected to it, probably on a spiritual level, uh, I would say. Uh, definitely a physical one being I think one there. of the most fascinating parts of Walter Anderson's art is it, it comes from my appreciation of Van Gogh because Van Gogh had a talent for using color in a way unlike anyone else. And Walter Anderson is one of the few artists who is in that same vein where you you look at a scene and you see the, the scene that he's portrayed in paint, but you don't really... It takes a second for all of the color to hit you because there's so much there. See, if you're interested in it, you need to go and check it out. And I feel like we need to catch up with Robert St. John and find out about these 32 king cakes that he tasted. But we got more for you coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. And where down we go. Watch good things. We are on computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can watch Super Talk TV too, live on Ceasefire TV. If you got that, we are on channel seventy, right next to the Weather Channel. You can also head on over to supertalk.fm slash newsletter and subscribe to the Super Talk Mississippi News This Week in Mississippi Newsletter. You'll catch the great news stories that you need to know from the most powerful name in Mississippi News, and it's delivered straight to your email inbox. And one of those headlines I thought was good to share reads, One million in proceeds from Sanderson Farms Championship donated to Children's of Mississippi. So kudos to that. If So if you were a part of that, sponsored it, went, viewed it, whatever it may be, then you helped make that possible. So congratulations. And you can read the rest of the story if you would like to over at supertalk.fm. Here's one, though. If you remember back maybe last week, my days run together, Rhino, when we went through the debacle over if you would take, what, $3,000, I mean, $1,000 to eat cheese before bed. Correct. And it was like, what, for three months? And then the longer we... The more we dove into the opportunity, the less appealing it sort of sounded. So I don't know what is up with the 1,000, but I got another opportunity for you. However, they are looking for couples. So you may have to fake that or just get a friend. Um, I don't know how much they go into making sure that it's, you know, a legitimate love match, but it's IKEA and they are offering a thousand dollars to couples willing to build IKEA furniture together. And then they're going to document, they want you to document, <laughs> they want you to document your uh, your findings. It's a financial advice website. They're seeking, so it's not Ikea, but somebody else is seeking couples to test the strength of their bond of assembling Ikea furniture together for $1,000. They're calling it the Ikea DIY Duo. So this is going to be different. And I feel like this could be a reality show. And I feel like it would need to be you would need to put well, some couples wouldn't even need time under pressure, right? Everybody cracks when you add like the time element to it. But if you think about how most of some of the designing sort of contests or whatever go, they have to do like a whole room and however long with certain budget. I was about to say, I'm going down a rabbit hole in my own mind of, yes. well, if it's a reality show, then it's going to have all these fun rules to make it even more exciting. Like, are there buttons on either side of the room where they get to take a break from having to deal with it for a second? Or See, do you I have feel a button like... in the middle of the room where it's like, fine, I'm hitting the button where I take charge. I feel like it would have to be Big Brother style where... You know there's cameras, but because you can't, like, physically see a cameraman in front of you, so you really let your true coupleness, the way you do things, sort of out. And I think one piece of furniture, depending on what it is, you could probably get through. But if you said, like, here's a whole kitchen set or a whole living room set or whatever it may be, and you have X number of hours, you know, to get it done – 
then and then then your thousand and then you win the thousand dollars. I feel like that would up the ante and the anxiety, and you would start. You would. It would be funny. It would probably not end well for many couples, but I feel like you already know going in. Like, that is something under no circumstance would I put my and my husband's relationship to the test with expecting to walk away with cash. Like, we're not going to make it. It's We never played church softball together for a reason. We don't. <laughs> There's a lot of things we don't do together for a reason. And putting together furniture under time tension for cash would not be one that I would subject us us to, to making through uh, flying colors. Something would go flying, I can guarantee you that. Because typically, if 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 it holds true in the way relation, good relationships usually work is opposites attract. That's not you know standard, but there has to be a yin and a yang and sort of give and a take. So my husband's very much Read the instructions. Lay all the pieces out. Let's be methodical. I only want to do it once. It's, you know, for someone who is a self-proclaimed rule follower in most areas of my life, ah, let's just start putting things together and see how we end up. And then I'm very frustrated, and then I have to back myself backwards. And so we we wouldn't we wouldn't jive well. Well, that's one of the most annoying parts of assembling or putting together anything flat pack like that, like you get from Ikea, is... It's designed to be put together exactly one time. Mm -hmm. It's not designed to be taken apart. It's not designed to be moved. It's not even really designed to be scooted. It's designed to be taken out of the box and put together in the location you want it, and it stays there until the death of the piece of furniture. Have you ever put together an Ikea? Uh, Not Ikea, but I have put together several flat pack pieces of furniture in my time, and uh, none of them are Why is it so complicated? Why is it so complicated? Because they're trying to simplify something and they're coming at it the wrong way. You know, I'm adding that to my top five list of jobs I would never want is to have to write the instructions for said IKEA type whatever. I mean, think about it this way. You have grown adults who can make a living on YouTube assembling Lego sets. Following the instructions, they find it cathartic. It's therapeutic to some people to do it or even to watch it. And there's a lot more pieces involved in some of these big Lego sets than putting together a three-shelf bookshelf. But you put that same person behind that same desk with all the cameras and stuff and tell them, all right, put together this bookshelf, it loses all of that therapy-like zen you get putting together something like Legos. It's incredibly anxiety, I guess, producing thing to me because you don't want to get it wrong. You Nobody enjoys it. Everybody wants it over with. And so anyway, applications are due by February the 14th. So if you and your loved one would like to be in the running for $1,000 to put together a piece of furniture, and I, you know, you wonder, like, is it, do you equally have to build because if not like my my husband's handy i'll sit there and cheer you on i'll be the most best motivator just don't make me do it with you and like be a helper where we're both trying to do it together like we both have to actively get in there and do it together versus you chief me indian you tell me what to do and hold it we got it i'll yes so basically it would work best if you took everything out of the box 
laid it all out, set the instructions in front of your husband, and then... Tell me what to do. He's Not like, do. All right, it's like the doctor going, scalpel, sutures. Yes, correct. And then, like any good good marriage to be, if poop hits the fan, it's your fault because you're running the show. <laughs> 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 you're the man of the house. If we don't win that thousand dollars, it's all on you, which is which is completely fine. Uh, Ruthie wants to know what's the name of it. You can Google it. It's just IKEA Furniture Challenge. It's Finance Buzz is searching for the IKEA DIY uh, duo, and I don't know where the location would be. I think our closest IKEA is. Um, I think you got one in maybe Birmingham. Or I don't know. I know there's one in Texas or maybe one in Atlanta. We don't have one in here. I don't think so. Memphis. You've got one in Memphis is a closer one um, as well. But I feel like they are notorious for memes, skits, whatever else, for their furniture being um, more difficult than it feels like it has to in that in, in sort of that way. But they do not make furniture like they used to. I will no. say that. But there's I, a reason antique furniture costs an arm and a leg. Well, part it's of that survived this whole time. But, and then part of that too, you know, I was thinking about our conversation here on Good Things with Lots Furniture way back now several months last year. And um, you know, that the time and the intention it takes to to build it, we wouldn't be able to afford that kind of furniture. Uh any, well, you wouldn't re, you wouldn't change out. That's back when you know, Granny bought a furniture suit and Granny had a furniture suit till Granny met Elvis, and so it wasn't the the changing of it. Right. You weren't trying to find the next newest, trendiest breakfast table. Correct. And so, and then too, if you add in like the shipping, like when everybody started to have things sort of shipped, that's when they try to figure out how to get it in the smallest sort of pieces um, possible. Even now with like the craziest things to me that come up, like you have to assemble, you would think come pre-assembled. Grills, outdoor like sort of things, it's, you won't. You want me to put together something that's going to have fire in it? Like, you're, no, I need that to come already assembled in all the ways it's supposed, supposed to be. I, that's not, I don't feel response. I don't feel like I am qualified to put together a fire machine. <laughs> See, now I want to take it and spin it into a different way for the reality television show. Instead of it being a reality competition, what if it's one of these HGTV shows where you've got the couple that just travels around putting together your IKEA? I guess. You know, there actually is, and I know somebody, and I won't, but that will that gets paid. It's a third party to put together grills and all the things for like the academies and the dicks and all that around here. Um, they contract with him he builds them if somebody wants them assembled to show up assembled yes do it charge me the extra (laughs) because if there's a screw missing i'm always going to wonder if the thing's going to blow up on me or not that i did it wrong all right stick with us we got more for you coming up next Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. I want to 
listen to good things on supertalk.fm. We're streaming live there. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And now we're going to hear from Louise Vetter. She is the Huntington's Disease Society of America. And they've got their convention coming up in New Orleans. And there's some opportunities for Mississippi families to get scholarships if they've never been before. So, hey, Louise. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I am doing well, and I'm always excited about bringing up this topic that I feel like doesn't get talked enough, but it's touched one of our Super Talk families, and I know so many more in Mississippi. So first off, I mean, I feel like we talk about a lot here, but how do you describe Huntington's disease and maybe, you know, the prevalence rate, particularly in a state like Mississippi? Yeah, so Huntington's disease is a rare brain disease, and so I appreciate the opportunity to help educate folks about it because often it is unfamiliar unless it's in your family. It's a hereditary disease, so if one of your parents has Huntington's disease, you have a 50-50 chance of inheriting the gene that causes HD, and right now we don't have any treatments or cures, which is really devastating for families because the symptoms of Huntington's disease are like having Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and even even ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease all at the same time. It's a completely debilitating neurodegenerative disease, which means that over time it robs somebody of their ability to walk and talk and think. So it's it's a horrible disease. And at HDSA, the Huntington's Disease Society of America, we try and help families and, and raise awareness until we can find a cure. Do you know about how many, and you, you may not know here in Mississippi, but just sort of regionally, that may be living with Huntington's? There are probably about 2,500 folks in the state of Mississippi who are symptomatic with Huntington's disease right now. We know there are about 41,000 Americans who are diagnosed with HD in sort of any given year. Uh, but the, the number of folks who are at risk, um, you know, is easily double, you know, the 2,500 or so. And, and then, of course, because it's a, it's a slow-moving family disease, um, it takes a lot of care. So a lot of families in the state of Mississippi are affected by HD. And that's why getting the word out that maybe there are support groups, there are resources, there's ways to connect if you are a family member, sort of, or I guess a community member, too, if, if you're listening to good things and you know someone who may fit into this needs to know that that's out there. So I know the big convention's coming up um, soon or maybe this year, and it's going to be kind of local there in New Orleans. So this provides opportunities for Mississippi families like never before. Yeah, so the annual HDSA convention is going to be in New Orleans this year, so only two short hours away. It's June 1st through 3rd, so just a, a few days, a long weekend, and it's a really special opportunity for, a special opportunity for families affected by HD to come together. Rare diseases often have sort of extra devastation because families feel so disconnected and isolated. And with something like our convention, which is the largest gathering of families affected by HD, really Really on the globe, you get to be with a thousand other people who know exactly what you're going through. And what I love is that HDSA is able to provide scholarships for families to help defray the cost of travel and hotel so that it's as easy as possible for folks who need and want to be at a convention to be able to attend. And I would say take the opportunity and go. I mean, again, just feeling seen and heard and connected, knowing you're not alone and anything that you're walking through in life is so important and can 
can be so helpful. And the other piece of this is helpful is just supporting um, what you guys are doing there at HDSA because research matters. Research is how you end up with cures or better treatments for symptoms. And so what are you guys sort of on the heels in that front? I know in any day we could get a great breakthrough, but what are, what are we positive for here lately? Yeah, so what what we try and do at HDSA is make sure that families have the best possible care until the day that a cure comes around. And so we, as an organization, support science to help better understand the disease so that companies who are developing drugs are able to bring those drugs successfully forward so that they become therapies that families can take advantage of. So, um, you know, our job is to make sure families feel connected and supported. In the state of Mississippi, there's an amazing support group. There are some specialists who have HD care clinics that can really help families navigate the unique nature of this disease. And and then at hdsa.org, which is our national website, we have tons of resources and the ability to connect to what's going on in your community. So hdsa.org is a really perfect place for folks to go if they want to learn more, if they want to go to convention, or if they're, um, you know, just wanting to connect somebody that they know with a a different support network. How do you get, uh, I guess, the application for the scholarship, sign up for it, bid out for it. How does that work, Louise? It's all on www.hdsa.org, which stands for the Huntington's Disease Society of America. And um, if you just go to hdsa.org slash convention, uh, all of the information's right there and the scholarship applications. Scholarship applications are really easy. It's just a page and a half of simple information um, that's due March 15th. And that gives folks time to be able to plan their travel and reserve their hotel rooms before the event at the beginning of June. Well, that's the beginning of June, but come May 20th, I know they're having the second annual HDSA Team Hope Mississippi Walk. It's going to be here in central Mississippi at Nature Park. They did a wonderful job of putting that together last year. But this is another more local way to sort of support what you guys are doing, correct? Absolutely. HDSA is a grassroots organization where families come in together all around the country. And right there in Mississippi, you have amazing families who host this Team Hope Walk each year to raise awareness and raise a little bit of money. And those funds directly go into helping to make sure that support groups and care centers and science is able to continue to move forward so that we can cure HD. Can you, at what point can you get tested? I feel like, or can you, uh, Luis, if someone's listening and they're like, you know what, Huntington's disease is a word that's maybe been spread through their family or like the, the word, or maybe somebody had it, their distance, you know, how, how it sort of is. And they're wondering, huh, I wonder if I've got the gene for it, or if some of my signs or symptoms is leaning towards that. Like, where's the first place to go if someone has just questions of early onset or, you know, right there in the beginning stages? So first thing I would do is go to hdsa.org to better understand what it means to go through the genetic testing process for Huntington's disease. Anyone over the age of 18 can meet with a genetic counselor and get the test that tells them if they've inherited the mutation. But unlike so many other tests that we take, if you find out you've inherited the, the gene that causes Huntington's disease, it means it's not just a risk. It means you're actually going to develop the disease, which has huge consequences in terms of how you plan your life and your health needs. So we really encourage folks to work with 
neurologists who know Huntington's disease or meet with a genetic counselor who really understands it because um, it's a it's a big piece of information and we encourage folks who are thinking about genetic testing to really meet with a counselor who can help them evaluate if if that's information that they want to know or that they're ready for and then if you do get unfortunate news or, or you may get in, you know there's a community I feel like that's and it's beautifully growing here in Mississippi the support system I know the Wilmot family has been huge advocates for just letting folks know they're not alone and having not walking through it uh, so low and sometimes that's that's exactly what you need at the exact time so you know I think it, it takes a village right Louise we have a saying at HDSA, family is everything because we depend on our family. We learn from our family and it keeps us strong. So we absolutely value the need to, to fight that isolation and come together with others who can help keep us strong on this journey. And uh, certainly the, the Mississippi community is an exemplary example of people coming together to create change. All right. Well, I appreciate your time and all that you guys are doing there at Huntington's Disease Society of America. And big word, HDSA. But sometimes you don't know what it all stands for. So I appreciate your time, Louise. Thanks so much, Rebecca. All righty. There you go. And again, the second annual HDSA Team Hope Mississippi Walk is coming up May 20th at the Nature Park in Flowood, Mississippi. And that's in, right here in central Mississippi. If you want to potentially sponsor it, donate a raffle item, snacks, anything like that, um, just let me know. You can text us 601-879-4395 or you can email me, Rebecca, at supertalk.fm. And I'll make sure you get to the lovely Heather Wilmoth who can take care of of you with that it is a um it's a wonderful cause you can't go wrong and again to me it's just about knowing you're not alone when you get those kind of uh, diagnosis or your family's just kind of hit out of nowhere and then having friends or family to walk through with it i mean sometimes you know you can't when things aren't curable you can't take it away but you can navigate i think the the situation in the best way possible and nobody should have to do that alone which i think is cool nobody should do life alone either we were talking about ikea and building the furniture i saw another sort of fun testing the limits of a relationship rhino and it's loading a dishwasher who knew that could be so contentious there's a right way there's a wrong way in a family which way is the right way i don't know stick with us I'm gonna send a bug, gonna drown a mouth. This is brave, this is bruised, this is who I'm meant to be, this is me. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, feeling good, like I should. When in the walk around the neighborhood, feeling blessed. Is this song connected to a new pizza commercial? 
Couldn't tell you. You know how, like, commercials, they do great. Like, they connect the song to something, but then you don't remember the product, so they really fail to, like, seal the deal in what they were trying to do. <laughs> I don't know if it's that or not, but it's the new pizza folder over crunchy thingy dipper that's the... Is that called a calzone? No. It's different. It's almost like it's it's not like they overcooked a taco, to be honest. <laughs> Pizza. An overcooked pizza taco. <laughs> I'd have to go find it and look, but it's it's triangle and it comes with dipping sauce and it crunches and yes and so but it's got a really catchy um, song to it I guess and it's not like a jingle or whatever and it kind of sounds like that and every time it comes on I find myself not interested obviously in the product very much but the song catches my attention like as that one did and if you like music then it'll probably catch your attention that morgan wallen is coming to oxford that's coming up april super talk mississippi is going to give you an opportunity to win tickets that's coming up tomorrow to find out how you can win so make sure you are tuned in this morgan wallen ticket giveaway is brought to you by first south farm Yes, First South Farm Credit, King's Daughter Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep, and Toyota of Brookhaven. And if your business would like to take part in this incredible promotion, contact your local Supertalk Mississippi Media sales rep at sales at supertalk.fm. We did have a text um, asking for a weather update. You gave them in North Mississippi. So we want to take care of our North Mississippi family and friends. What they got going on? Well, if you can hear us and the uh, antenna has not iced over yet, it might just do that tonight because if you uh if you're familiar with your Magnolia State geography, you know the line that goes from southwest to northeast across the southern part of the delta, maybe even a little south of the delta, the Big Black River. Basically, if you keep the the general line of the Big Black River going up towards the corner with Alabama and Tennessee. Uh-huh. That's all under an ice storm warning for the night. Okay, I'm going to not uh, complain about how cold I am. Yeah, it's got freezing rain forecast all the way till midnight or later for a big chunk of northern Mississippi. And with freezing rain and the low temperatures, that's the perfect storm for an ice storm, Stop. which means those are four-letter words. power outages and no. trees down and all that fun stuff. So if you haven't already got your milk and bread for... Milk sandwiches, then you probably don't want to make a run to the grocery store or right about now. just get something different. Figure it. You know what? At, call Uber. Let's see if we can't get a good headline for, for a month. Please don't do that. Don't put your Uber driver. Or whatever your preferred service driver is uh, in danger for, for that. But, um, but yeah, stay safe. And no offense, but can you keep it up there? And I just um, Can we just small favor? Like, there's no reason for the rest of us to have an ice storm. But in in all seriousness, I know that that is a disruption of life, and it can have complications. So stay safe and stay weather aware. Jacob from Quitman says, it's the Pizza Hut melts, but it's a different song. Okay. But it kind of has that same little little tune. I didn't realize it until you, you started down this avenue that I haven't even ordered pizza to the new place yet. Really? I've been there since May. Is that because you have a dishwasher? <laughs> Possibly. Because I do have one of those nice metal grate ring things that you can put the pizza on instead of having to put it on a pizza tray or get the big stone like some people do. Or if you're just an anarchist and you just put the pizza right there on the grate in the oven. We do that. I never could 
get the gumption to do that. I always felt like I'm going to be the one time I do that's going to be the one time where the pizza just <laughs> all over the bottom of the oven, and I hate cleaning an oven. I've you know of all of my neuroses, I've never thought about that happening. Of all the things I thought that could go wrong, but now I'll be terrified. But it's never happened to us before. <laughs> but that is how we how we do. You know, we're not um, an ordering out kind of family. I know some like you and your app or you or whatever. That's something you always. Um, it's just part of your family and you enjoy it. I do more with the apps that are connected to Venmo because it's just so easy not to have to, you know, just to sort of let that money um, sort of go. But I still feel guilty for having someone bring me my food. And so I don't it's just a complete it's just a different mindset or whatever it, it may be. So you haven't ordered anything out at the new place? Not food delivery. No. Alrighty, but you're using your dishwasher. I am using my dishwasher. Do you have you have you cultivated? Now, in fairness, this is the first time you've ever had a dishwasher outside of my parents. place. Outside correct. of your parents' place, correct? Have you cultivated a habit and routine of how you do it? Uh, I've figured out a few little tips and tricks and stuff. Like I, I ran out of the rinse solution that you're supposed to add to the little squeezy hole there, and uh, instead of going to the store, I googled it, and apparently. White vinegar works just as well, and I haven't had any problems with it. So if you're uh, wanting to cut back with the economy the way it is and don't want to spend, what, six, seven, eight bucks on that little bottle of blue stuff to help it rinse, try the white vinegar. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, there's your fun fact to end the day. We'll get into uh, marriage woes later on about dishwashers. I'm sure we'll have plenty of time coming up good things. But stick with us. you got more coming up next. you got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. We'll meet you back here tomorrow, too. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.